Hello everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good night, good evening, good whatever time of the day you are listening to this. And welcome to the Volatile Times with Daniel podcast. A podcast where we open-mindedly look at how we can better ourselves and also just, you know, commentaries on social events and the world around us. So, with that said, I want to say a very big thank you to every single person who has been listening to the podcast, whether you started from the beginning or whether you joined recently i am so grateful for you and i am thankful for those who this is their very first time thank you for discovering this podcast thank you for choosing to click play and thank you for listening past one minute trust me your time is valuable and i do not want to waste it which is why i'm going to dive directly now into the topic for today's episode and that topic is COVID-19 and the moral rot we can't hide. Yes, today I'm going to be making a commentary on morality and the current, you know, ongoings around us in Nigeria. And you might be wondering exactly why am I talking about this? Well, I decided to talk about this. This has actually been on my mind for almost a month now. Um, it's been troubling me, you know, a couple of things that has affected our attitude or a couple of things that we aren't even noticing about our attitude because I noticed it in mine and I started seeing it in other people. In the way we talk about things, the way we view the world, the more desperate we've become and how those things affect the kind of moral choices we make because almost every choice we make in life is a moral choice. If you make a choice, you know, to greet somebody or not to greet somebody, in a way that is a moral choice because when we say greet somebody, it's almost kind of like we're saying show love you understand so hold on guys stay with me as i take you into my headspace and allow you to see the world exactly the way i am currently seeing the world and oh before i forget yes you are in for a treat we wanna do what's right lord knows our good intentions but every time we do the very thing we hate this is our biggest fight it's like it's never ending, but when we look into the eyes of our reflection, we can see that it's a war, it's a war. COVID-19's brought it out onto the floor. Gotta guard our hearts and introspect, watch yourselves, open our eyes and recognize within ourselves this is a war. Oh, 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 let's face our moral rot. Okay, so I don't. I think everybody noticed this. Um, when we found out about the coronavirus outbreak, the COVID nineteen, the entire world at first didn't panic. Whether that was due to fake news or a misconception or just delusion, we didn't panic. But then the moment places started closing down, the moment you know the government started issuing a quarantine, a lockdown on all social events, marketplaces every businesses every other thing we immediately flew into a panic and if there's something that is very very common with human behavior and panic or desperation is that we tend to make bad choices during those times we tend to become much more selfish the more desperate we are and the more selfish we become in our desperation the more we tend to make choices that are sort of questionable or choices that in our minds will lead us to greater profits but we don't consider that oh it leads to the detriment of every single person around us and how does that key into what i'm going to be talking about well it keys in because what when we're talking about morality in the end we are talking about human behavior and human behavior is at the root cause of every single thing i'm about to highlight 
in Nigeria, there has been so, so many things. So many things I've experienced so far. So many things that people have experienced and have told me about. And, you know, these things just baffle me. And even things that I have done or almost done during this time. And, you know, it's been baffling. It's been an experience. It's been a journey. It's been a learning curve. You know, when people talk about something like a man who was kind before, but then the moment he got rich and then he got that power, he got that influence, he became a different person altogether. He became sort of like a tyrant. And then you keep wondering, oh, exactly what is going on there? In a way, it's kind of like this situation. Yeah, but just instead of getting rich, we got desperate. When the lockdown started and then, okay, people were going to the market to go and, you know, stock up on foodstuff and everything. Here in Nigeria, prices of foodstuff rose quickly very very quickly and here's the funny thing there wasn't any governing body that was saying okay increase prices of goods there wasn't any governing body that was disturbing them or, or anything like that people just decided to raise the prices for their products simply because oh you are desperate now abi oh yeah god don't cash you say we be that uncle where they pass my in front of my shop where they do uncle brother daddy come and buy now patronize us now you need my product abi you are desperate abi oh yeah come and buy this thing at an inflated price like times five or times ten and i'm like what 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 and okay fine i understand during that particular time that yeah okay they themselves thought oh it would be nice to you know stock up on finance not just on food so finance also so let's let's take advantage of these people fine okay now what about now what about now technically things have come down right we can go out now we can go to the market now during weekdays except for weekends i live in Ogun state here in e4 and we have market days on monday and friday those are the main market days and in between markets is still open you can still go there and buy things but do you know that the prices of goods in the market are still inflated i mean come on now before planting where they buy if you see the 300 planting that I used to buy before it used to be much that we even be complaining that ah, ah, this thing you're not sending it to me right that 300 planting my brother my sister i will buy it for 600 now and the person that is selling it to me will not even blink eye like they are doing me wrong and I'm like, hey, oh my God, really, really niggers and negresses, really? But let's not, but let's not even talk about only that. What about transport? The other time, the other day, my mom went out. She went to Oshodi, and usually from my place to Oshodi, in the end, overall, will cost you 500 naira. Simple as that. Will cost you 500 naira, or let's say 600 depending on exactly how you go about your transportation route but do you know my mom spent from where i am let's say from songo to yanopaja she spent 500 was it 500 or something about 500 from yanopaja to oshodi she spent like six to eight hundred naira for bus really and then okay you think okay maybe the bus bus people they are you know saying fine let us take maybe two per, two people per seat and increase the prices i will understand that no they are not doing that or all you need to have is face masks people are still being squished inside those buses like sardines and i'm like hey how my god come on i'm afraid to make a trip out now because 
I'm a school teacher and which means finances for me are very very low. I work with private schools so which means I haven't really been any money since the lockdown. So let's say I only have 5,000 naira left after 5 months in quarantine and I say I want to go and visit a friend in Lagos and something that should cost me 1,000 naira before is now costing me like 2,5. Because if you are a friend in Lagos, don't, don't call me, don't tell me to come and visit you. <laughs> don't anything but and you know you keep wondering okay okay why are people acting this way like you know we complain about the government a lot we complain about embezzlement and everything and these things rightly are things that we need to complain about these things rightly are things that we need to keep on addressing and talking about like, like that fool that said he painted at the hearing the NDDC chairman or what's his name I didn't want to talk about that guy understand these are things we should point out but what about how we ourselves react to things um sometime this year i can't even remember the exact month you know there was a big uproar of rape you understand like people were all about the rape people were calling out people calling out men calling out women that were you know apologizing for rape people you know calling out various incidents and I kept getting questions like, Daniel, why do you think, you know, rape is so rampant nowadays? Why do you think these are things that are so rampant nowadays? And the truth is, rape is not rampant nowadays. This is exactly the same way it has been for a while now. Yes, for a while now. But the reason why we don't really get uproars like that is simply because of one truth that many of us do not recognize. And that truth is this we ignore the problems around us and you might be like oh no maybe that's just you know eh, so people can do what they want no i'm not talking about people just doing what they want i'm talking about real problems we ignore simply because they don't affect us directly number one and simply because we feel hopeless to it sometimes also there's another third reason it's simply because we cannot empathize or we refuse to empathize with so many situations. Understanding is key in a lot of things. We want to call out people, we want to do social justice, but many times people that are crying out for rape victims don't even understand or want to understand exactly what you know a rape victim is going through. Like that is why you see people ruin trying to ruin innocent men's images trying to ruin other people online in the name of a victim how do you think that victim will feel do you think the victim wants to be the the pioneer or you do you think the victim wants their name to be on the billboard or on the headboard of the movement that goes around laying false accusations and things like that no but that that is also something i'm trying to point out when people do these things they are not doing it out of a moral obligation it's more like it's fun and the reason for that is because many times we don't even personally hold ourselves morally accountable to our own selves the other day a friend was complaining about the way another friend you know talks about him outside sometimes i like, talks about him in a little bit of a derogatory way which i have seen truly and i asked him a question that has he ever considered that the way he also introduces that very same friend is also in a, in a way derogatory or limiting and he says no but after a conversation for like five ten minutes he starts saying things like oh okay i'm also accountable for this like i also contribute to this it's almost like as if we have norm they have normalized things like that and so we don't talk about them but we need to raise our voices about these issues we need to constantly talk about these things 
don't just ignore don't just ignore comments you understand many times people will say oh rape is bad but we end it there but we shouldn't end it there we should always go to the fact of how do we contribute to those conversations about rape how do we contribute to the mindset about rape have we ever made a joke about you know a guy going to prison and getting raped you are contributing have you ever made a joke about um you know somebody forcing themselves on a girl when they are horny maybe they've been going at it for a while clothes are off and then all of a sudden the girl says no and then they, you say ah that moment the guy should do you understand if she knows she wasn't going to do why did she make him aroused up to that point yeah comments like that are very very dangerous it might be a joke but also jokes tend to become ideologies sometimes you know we complain about corruption in government but how many times have we made jokes about we ourselves going into government and getting for ourselves you understand how many times have we made jokes about we ourselves being in that position of corruption you understand simply because you know that's how it is we complain about these things but at the same time we complain about them sometimes because we are not the ones doing them we are not the ones profiting from them we complain about nepotism and you know having network and you know it's because of network that this person got that kind of job but the truth of the matter is this if that was you would you reject that offer if you were in that position of the nephew that got into the company because of the uncle would you re reject that position would you take the moral high ground would you take the morally correct choice or would you just allow for the network we need to question ourselves on this the other day i was raising funds for somebody to get help person out of something and sincerely a thought popped into my head because i'm seriously broke i am broke oh <laughs> lord did i say i did not say it before i am broke <laughs> so i was raising money and a thought flashed into my head that who is raising money for you daniel and sincerely i pushed it away i was like nah let's not let's stop thinking that way but then somebody sent the entire money i was trying to raise somebody sent the entire money straight and for a minute i kept thinking i should just you know keep all the flyers i already posted up keep all the messages i already sent to people don't tell anybody that i've already raised up the amount of money until the next day so that more money will come in and the more that will come in i'll just keep it for myself right that all popped into my head and what scared me about that top was that thought wasn't because I had the potential to do it. It was be what scared me about it was that I didn't feel bad thinking that way, and it, it made me recognize how desperate. Like sometimes we don't notice it. Sometimes it just creeps in. It's gentle. It creeps in. We don't know it. We don't notice it until it becomes a full-blown problem. We don't notice how desperate we are getting. So, which is why every single day we need to always introspect. We need to always ask ourselves. Am I still holding these values true? Am I still adhering to these principles? Is my faith still strong? Am I still being disciplined? Am I still this? Am I still that? Because if you don't constantly reaffirm your faith, if you don't constantly reaffirm your beliefs, if you don't constantly question your priorities, you tend to lose sight of what is important and that thing that you need to keep. And mainly because of that, we start making choices, morally corrupt choices. We point out other people's morally corruptness and rottenness, but refuse to address the moral wound that is in us. And this is something that is grievous. This is something that is big, and it's something that we need to constantly watch out for. Okay, guys. So we've gotten to the end of today's episode. Yeah, I hope today's episode was good. I hope today's episode was awesome and valuable to you. Thank you for listening this far, and thank you for 
listening to other episodes and constantly showing up every Friday or every weekend or anytime you show up just to listen to this podcast. I am grateful for you. Please remember to follow the Instagram page of this podcast. That is at Volatile with Daniel. Also follow me on IG also at Daniel Briggs. Yeah, you can always send me an email alt than Briggs. That is A-L-T-D-A-N-B-R-I-G-G-Z. alt than Briggs at gmail.com. Or you can just, you know, easily, just easy something, subscribe to my newsletter. The link to that is in the description of this episode, the show notes. Subscribe, let's get in touch, let's start discussing. I want to have your ideas and feedback for the show and what you want to see more or what you want to see less of. Also, please, 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 did you remember that part that I said I'm broke? Yes, I am yet to beg for money, but calm down, calm down, calm down. Shukran. Shukran is a platform for people like you to appreciate creators that they value. And I hope I am somebody you value because yeah, I am to tell you, please donate, tip me on Shukran. The link to be able to do that is in the description of this podcast. Tip me, you can tip as low as 100 Naira, my people. 100 Naira. If 10 people tip 100 Naira, how much is that? 1,000 Naira. That's money, my people. And that is money for me to be able to get the things that I need to consistently uphold the quality of this podcast. Thank you very much once again. Please refer to a friend. Play this, you know, listen to this episode or listen to this podcast with your friends. Subscribe for them. You know, loud it on your Instagram and Twitter. Let people know about the volatile community. Bring people to come and join the fluid gang, my fam. And I'll see y'all later.